Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gabin. Steven Sadak. And we hate movies. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in. As always, we are riding right into the third week of our worst of 2014 month, or as it's accidentally turning out to be, a month where We Hate Movies talks about demons. That's right. It is the film from last year, Dracula Untold, directed by first-time director Gary Shore. Woof, woof. Woof, said the dog watching Dracula Untold. <laughs> Somebody was fucking angling for a gig directing one episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, you think this is real? Yeah, I think this is it. I think he's like, you know what, man? It just You got to handle the costumes, a little CGI. It was <laughs> a, a battle? You know, yeah. I'm in there with Charles Dance, yeah. you know? I got half of a celebrity in Luke Evans, so... <laughs> And there's a bunch of half celebrities in Game of Thrones. Stupid so. joke. Which half of Luke Evans is a celebrity? Evans. <laughs> the Evans. Oh, is he related to Robert Evans? No, he's no, not. Probably not. The Dracula stays in the picture. <laughs> Robert Evans might be a Dracula. Oh, you think so? He is he be. dead? I was kind of curious about that. We'll see what happens. I believe he's still alive, but I mean, like, man, the amount of sun the guy gets. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how they did things back then, you know. But then, I mean, how is, he, how is one going to become a vampire? Oh, one, right. I see what you're saying. If one has, you know, aged one's skin into a fine leather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, you stick up for Roman Polanski that many times. It is like drinking somebody's blood out of a skull, it's right? True. It's kind of the same <laughs> dark pact. So, you know, whereas I, Frankenstein, was this ain't your mama's Frankenstein, and we could say that Winter's Tale was this ain't your mama's bullshit movie. <laughs> Uh, This is clearly, this ain't your mama's Dracula, baby. My goodness gracious. Yeah, you know what's a great idea? Let's take a legendary literary movie figure and, you know, just tell everyone just how it all started. I will say I think that I Frankenstein's a better movie. I think it's a more watchable movie. If you give me the option, I'm watching I Frankenstein again. You think so? Because at least I Frankenstein, I mean, like, not to say that it's doing something with the franchise, but it's like, hey, let's turn this into a shitty, like, it's, they're both superhero movies. Because like, everything, unfortunately, now. That's how we model yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we can't be- have any kind of, like, subtlety whatsoever. It is, when the projector starts, it's balls to the wall. Yes. So they're both superhero movies, but at least. I Frankenstein's like, hey, let's take the ball and run with it, as opposed to like, hey, let's see how the ball was made, you know, like which I never <laughs> want to see how the ball was made. That's true. I Frankenstein picks up where the book left off, and yeah. this pile of crap starts before the book was even ends conceived. where the book should start. Yeah, more or less, right? Uh, and let's not forget, we are going right up to 2014 with this movie too. But we start with some graphics that are, I mean. I got to talk to some graphics departments. This is straight up N64 Doom graphics <laughs> that just fart onto your screen and it says Dracula untold. Some serious like 64-bit music, man. It's terrible. 
even so much so, and this it's also a problem because it only I think it only happens once. They have a a title card for like the movie happens. There's a little bit of stuff, and then it says Castle Dracula to introduce what Castle Dracula is. I thought I, I felt like I unlocked a level. You know, and I was like, oh, I got the Castle <laughs> Dracula level, dude. When I was watching this entire movie, both times I watched it, I felt the same thing, which was. This would make a really cool, like, Castlevania sequel. Yeah. yeah. Like, the way they film the fight scenes in this, and he's, like, exploding into a sea of bats and then coming back and swinging his cape, and the cape turns into bats, and everything's turning into bats. I was like, that's, like, a cool super move that you would do in a Castlevania game. It's up, up, back, back, B.A. Yeah. <laughs> and he just turns yeah. into a bunch of bats. That's just how it works. Um, I mean, and, yeah. you know, that's the thing. is it's not, It's the fighting. It's everything. It's... Dracula is a should be a mysterious, mm-hmm. be sexy. You know, in a in a what's that guy gonna do? He, you know, he's 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 more of a. And he, Bram Stoker knew this because Dracula was the central character of Dracula. Correct. He shouldn't it, be heroic. No, well, certainly, or or sympathetic either. Yeah. Like he's a bad guy, dude. He's a villain. Also, don't try to sympathize an actual historical monster in Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> Come on! The dude was a fucking child killer! And here I am, I'm supposed to care? He's gonna lose his family? Good! Man, he has this monologue in this movie where he explains why he was doing that and how it was for a good reason, and it's the most... Biggest load of horseshit. Yeah, you know what, Vlad the Impaler? Yeah, I really believe you, dude. You were just following orders. You were just okay. playing the role of monster. Oh, I didn't want to slaughter all those people. Don't cry for me, Chris. I'm already dead. Do you think in 400 years, whatever movies become, there'll be Pol Pot untold? And it's going to be all about yeah. how oh, Pol yeah. Pot had, like, you know, yeah. he had his family, and then, you know, the U.S. Army was trying to steal kids, and then... It- Dude, Ceausescu untold? Like, come on. The drama writes itself. That's Ken Young's Academy Award. Uh, oh, yeah. Pot untold. <laughs> They'd get the casting wrong, of course. But, like, that's... <laughs> if you're looking for it, that's all I'm saying. It, so, it's everything you never wanted to know about Dracula, and we're never afraid to ask. Totally. You can't be afraid about stuff you don't care about. Because it's it all takes place... You know, we're in... You know, it's about this... Dracula's about this guy going to this spooky castle. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? Holy shit, Dracula's there. Why is he there? Who cares? And then I'm going to go home and, oh, fuck, Dracula, follow me home. (laughs) You know, and then we have an actual story. I mean, this movie starts with some slow-mo video game fighting. And it's talking about, like, you know, how, like... Uh, 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 you know the the high sultan of the the Turk Empire. You know, commanded that a thousand Romanian boys be stolen and like join his army, or whatever. And we're like, it's like that. It's the sex scene in Fight Club. We're yeah. using that kind of three sixty <laughs> yeah, yeah, slow mo yeah. horseshit of all these like frightened cartoon boys, like. Ah! As they're, like, on the battlefield, and then they're, like, and in the thousands of boy soldiers, there was one that was pretty good close up on Dracula. Well, it does that stupid thing. And, again, we're right from the beginning. We're trying to get, you know, sympathy for this character. So who is narrating it? His son. Right. Like, anybody gives a shit. And he's like, I didn't know him as a monster. <laughs> I knew him as father. Oh, right, yeah. He, he was known by many names. I just called him. Father Dracula untold. <laughs> it's oh my god! It just who 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 and why? <laughs> <laughs> who did it and why? It's it's, it's two questions I want to hear. 
But yeah, so he we're we're going through the the three hundred. By the way, I hope you enjoyed the movie Three Hundred. I hope everyone in in the world enjoyed Three Hundred because you're going to get it from now until forever. Because you know what's interesting: white armies against brown armies, and we choose a time in history where the brown army was more powerful than the white army. And it's not even played by brown people in this movie. It's just the whitest white that ever whited, man. Dominic fucking Cooper. You don't get any whiter than (laughs) Dominic Cooper. And he's playing the king of the Turks. Well, that's the weird thing, too, is they never say Ottoman Empire in this movie. Did they have no. to pay money for that? Like, I'm so- sure, well, Maybe someone's getting a cut. That president of Turkey is a real lunatic. Well, because you know what? They don't want to get heavy on the exposition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd have to explain what an Ottoman is. Yeah, yeah they were really concerned about keeping that shit trim. Yeah, they wanted the, the audience to figure it out. <laughs> That's that's the trick there. But it's just weird because that's the thing. Is it'd be even better if they were saying like, "Oh, those Ottomans are coming in," because then it's like you know, it's putting it in a historical context. Like those fucking Turks, yeah. you know, they're like yeah. looking at the camera like you fucking ugly Turks, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, that's what drives you nuts is that it, all the bullshit is expositional. Yeah, and yet like. When it comes to actual history, it's like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. It's just yeah. like you're talking about this person, our friend in Dublin or some yeah. bullshit. <laughs> so we start and, you know, uh, Vlad, he's, he's not yet Draculia, yeah. not yet a woman, you know. Uh, you know he's, he's leading his army. He's like, oh, hey, we found – we start with like they're doing a forensics operation at this yeah. crime scene. They're like, oh, this helmet just fell down the stream. Looks like a dirty fucking Turk helmet. <laughs> you know, and they're like, well, it came downstream, so it came from that huge mountain up there. Broken Tooth Mountain. Broken Tooth Mountain. I hear something like Broken Tooth Mountain, I'm like, am I watching Lord of the Rings? Am I watching Game of Thrones? I'd rather be watching either. I wonder if it's Your Highness. Like, it's one of those, it's not even like that imposing. A Broken Tooth? Ow. Like, oh, Your Highness, the, 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 the David Gordon, David Gordon Green, 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 you know, right, parody right. film. And right. like... But like broken tooth, that's not like impo- if I was Dracula, I would I would think like Fang Island or like <laughs> yeah I think Fang Island is reserved for King Kong or type movies Blood Mountain or like yeah. something like well, Blood actual, Mountain yeah, yeah that stuff might be like one. that like broken tooth that's something that my fucking accountant gets. <laughs> So they're like, oh, let's go up to that mountain that we never go to, and it might be housing a monster. We but heard pray tell of a monster in this cave. Because there's, there's an uneasy truth, an uneasy truce, I apologize, between the Transylvanians and those filthy fucking Turks. Right. Yeah. I, I have to spit every time I say Turk in this movie because I'm so disgusted You're with them. missing the ground. <laughs> That's my foot. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, you know, if, if whatever, whatever did this is in that mountain, we need to be able to pose the case because we don't want to start a whole war with the Turks which we'll clearly lose because they're actually the Ottoman Empire what shut up (laughs) right it's like if it's a monster that's one thing we'll take care of it we'll call the Ghostbusters but you know (laughs) if it's these Turks we don't want to you know start a war because we barely got out of it by the skin on our ass the last time yeah so they go up there and uh, they meet a vampire played by Charles Dance that was our Game of Thrones reference although apparently there's two other games of Game of Thrones actors in this movie including the the kid who plays the son oh yeah I I mean, I mean all, who there's care? a lot of bearded dudes in this movie that could be in Game of Thrones yeah. and exactly not be in Game right. of Thrones. Yeah, so you know, Char- here's Charles Dance, prestigious actor Charles Dance playing like I guess what you're to believe is the OG vampire. Like yeah. this yeah. is the dude who like they you hear pray tell in storybooks of a leader who, in order to like protect his his subjects or whatever, made this truce with the devil. 
And he's a Nos- he's more of a Nosferatu than a vampire because he's like you. He's a monster. He's, he's very like, monsterly looking. Yeah, yeah there's no not, nothing sexy about this no. Charles Dance vampire. <laughs> I mean, there's very few. No, he's a very sexy man. He's he's a handsome old fella. He's a prestigious looking person. He's a silver fox. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, he kills a bunch of Luke Evans folks, you know, and they like kind of, you know, shag ass out of there. Yeah. Uh, but while we're there, we get one of the dumbest things that this movie does, which is vampire cam. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's basically night vision goggles, like blue night vision tinted goggles where they can see the heartbeats of things. You know what it, uh, you know what it reminded me of, though, is the uh, in the dark night. When mm-hmm. when he's looking at the high rise and he's oh, got right, the, thing, yeah. uh, the wham, wham, wham his thing. bat vision. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed the Dark Knight, Chris, because you're gonna get a lot of that in this movie too. No, it's just, no, not really. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a lot of Batman. This movie's like one third Batman, one third Spider Man, and then yeah, like a lot. There's an annoying amount of Spider Man. It, it, it's outrageous. And then a lot of what? Sorry, I cut you oh, off. No, what's, the other, what's the other ingredient in here? 300, because again, oh, yeah, it's just sure. like, oh, those filthy Turks and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so he goes back, and like we go back, and finally, what everyone paid a ticket for is to watch Dracula, the loving father, right? It's, <sighs> it's him like bouncing his kid on his knee. And I mean, we can get into Luke Evans now. I don't think that he's a... I actually think he's better in this than he is in The Raven, which he's absolutely atrocious in. He is the cop character in that movie? Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that, that's, a, that's a, a fight for another day, whether that's a worse movie than this. But, like, he's holding his own. He is holding this movie, to, to, his, to his credit. He's not bad. But it's, he doesn't have a lot of screen presence. He doesn't have a lot of charisma. He doesn't have a lot of what I want in a Dracula. And he never gets to be Dracula. He's just like right. this dude named Vlad who's just trying to be a good prince. Right. Well, you're Vlad the fucking Impaler. You're supposed to be a leader. Like, I, I, th- well, that's no, the thing is you do need that. He's retired, Chris. Yes, oh, oh, and he's hung up I apologize. No, he's and hung up the dragon costume. That, <laughs> that is the biggest problem with yeah. this is all you hear about is that's stuff I used to do. And I'm like, no, do it. Do, <laughs> yes. please do it. But honestly, do you think, like, fucking the day after Patton, like, gave it all up, he just lost the... <laughs> like, do you really think he was just like, nah, I'm gonna keep, take it easy, maybe this is James Taylor. <laughs> well, and you're right, Andrew, because that's the problem with this movie. It's stuck between a rock and a hard place, because we're post-Flad the Impaler, and pre-Dracula the entire time. He never goes full-on Dracula, maybe at the end, but not even then. The epilogue of this movie, he is what we know Dracula to be. For 38 seconds. If that. Yeah, and that's... And the rest of the movie, he's just a dude trying to make it work in this crazy Transylvanian world. And, and nobody <laughs> wanted that to happen. And don't call your shit Dracula Untold. Like, honestly, if you made a movie that was, like, just called Vlad the Impaler mm-hmm. or, you know, Vlad the Paranormal Impaler, I don't know, something like that, I would be more okay with what this movie is. But don't sit there and give me this dumb-ass Middle Ages movie and t- pass it off as a Dracula story. I don't care that there's vampires all over and it. And it's a war movie, too. Like, Ugh. that's the whole, like the politics. Like, who Give a shit. Well, that's the other thing, too, is you have these gigantic battle scenes. You have Luke Evans. All I'm thinking about is how I really just liked the battle of the five armies like i just watched that and i think that's that is far and away the best hobbit movie Mm -hmm. and you know 
I'd rather be watching that than than this. It's a fake. It's a fake. All of those movies. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just a knockoff of all of that stuff. Or just again, Game of Thrones. I'd rather be watching half of one of those seasons. <laughs> but that's, I guess, what this banks on is like. You like that stuff, right? Well, then you'll probably kind of maybe like this. Uh, so it's 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 Vlad as a family man. His son's a real you know like wuss of a kid, and the wife is you know oh you're back from the battlefield. You're such a great husband and father. I love you, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler. Here's a question: It's the Middle Ages. Where is he getting these ab exercises from? Like, is there like you know like when people that, that that's that's a thing that we have a problem with in this this time because the bodies that we're creating with all of our like crazy supplements and new crazy ways to shock our muscles into things right are not natural bodies they're not naturally occurring like dudes that are big like you know like Vlad the Impaler is probably a big burly dude or a muscular guy but like he did not have abs and those weird bones between your <laughs> pelvis I. <laughs> I would think it would be more period accurate if, like, George Went played Vlad the Impaler. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? All you see in this movie are men, like, eating roast pigs, like, suckling roast pigs, you know? Like, yeah. if the bone. Where's the brown rice that he must be eating every day? <laughs> His quinoa, Vlad the Impaler's <laughs> quinoa salad. Yeah, it's just distracting. But, I mean, those are the movies. That's yeah. nothing we're going to, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it, so that, that's that's what's going on here. And they ha- they keep having these, like, PG-13 sex scenes where it's, like, it's the worst of all worlds, which is just annoying kiss-smacking noises for, like, four minutes. <laughs> Steve's just sitting there like, come on, let's get to it. <laughs> no, but Can I, we just get to it? I've gotten to a point, I guess maybe I've watched too many noises, watched too many noises, watched too many movies, where, like, kiss-smacking noises just gross me out at this point. That, Yeah, I mean, let, we could tone that down, honestly. We, yeah. could just not do, we could just not do it at all. Like, I could see them kissing. That's, I don't need to hear it. I mean, imagine it's a thing where someone's watching it, they don't put that in, in, like, the Foley room, and someone's like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it looks like they're kissing, but I don't hear anything. Are they breathing into each other's mouths? <laughs> Are they telling each other secrets? I, I can't understand it. <laughs> so, oh, God, it's disgusting. It's disgusting to watch you do that. It's, it's, it's repulsive. It's what it is. So we're having a big feast because it's Easter. You know, mm-hmm. it's the day the Lord is risen from the dead. But, you know, can we lay this on any thicker here? And they, they do an almost okay job, but they never pay it off. It's like he doesn't believe in God at all, and he kind of hates God in general. You know what I mean? But they never, ever... Because they want him, they want you to like him, so he never says that. But he kind of just he, when his wife's like, "Oh, Easter's tomorrow," he's like, "Oh, fucking great!" It's kind of like I don't, I wanted to watch the game kind of thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he wants to go horseback riding with his kid. He's like, "Of course we can go horseback riding," and she's like, "Now it's Easter," and he's like, "And later on, though, when they get to this like monastery." hold that they're at, you know, he he is seen praying, but it is kind of like a hey man. If you just let me get through this, <laughs> you get through this one little weekend when I'm Dracula. Yeah, maybe I'll think about being a better Christian. I, look, I know I just you know talked to your sworn enemy and everything, and <laughs> I'm now under his purview essentially. I'm on uh, his books, but uh, could you just keep your you know yeah right eye open? <laughs> So a bunch of, you know, Turks walk in and they're like, oh, hey, you enjoying your nice Easter? That's fantastic. Uh, Dominic Cooper has decided that he wants a thousand of your boys. See you later. (laughs) Which, 
by the way, walking into a huge room and just announcing, I need thousands of boys. Yeah. Well, it's this whole thing, too, where he's like, now, now. The Sultan promised we would stop doing that. Yeah. <laughs> we would stop making boy armies. We would stop that. I've, got a, I've got a letter here from him himself. Hold on. <laughs> let me find it. It's in my pile. And, the, you know, and then he's like, and the icing on the cake is because he's a Turk, but we're doing English accents all throughout this. Movie. Everybody's oh, okay. British. No. No, why can't he talk like Dracula? Why can't he do blah? Hello. If he's doing a Bela Lugosi impersonation this whole movie, one more star. But... Here's the thing: is Luke Evans already had a month where he had to learn those two lines of Hungarian. <laughs> they're, they're speaking bad Turkish. Yeah. Is yeah, what's going on? And listen, don't do that because here's all that is: it's English, English, English throughout this movie. We're not bothering with any Romanian whatsoever. Yeah, okay. And then when the villain walks in, all of a sudden he's speaking a weird, evil-sounding language poorly. Well, it, <laughs> it's also something that drives me absolutely crazy, especially with uh, a lot of recent. Uh, uh, thrillers and fantasy films is that authenticity is that they really push it like this movie with all the history that they're not really talking about but are sort of talking about and these little fits of you know actual other tongues uh-huh. it's like well we're kind of act this could have happened <laughs> and i'm like man you're a dracula movie i came here for dracula and silly dracula stuff exactly uh, yeah that's the biggest problem with all... That's like the thesis of this episode. Yeah. I came here for Dracula. What's all of this? What's the war movie? What's him as a father? What's the family values of Vlad the Impaler? It's... Wow. If you could... What's next, honestly? Like, Hitler the dog lover? Like, why are we trying to make this dude like some great guy? I don't understand it. And why is it better... That he's a tragic villain. Why can't he just be an effing villain that's a villain because he's a villain? Yeah, I didn't want to be Dracula. Circumstances brought me to this point where I'm Dracula. Same thing with that awful Hannibal Rising movie. I didn't need to see Hannibal versus the Nazis. Oh, I totally skipped that. Oh, my God. The the Nazis are doing it, and the Nazis made him eat people. They taught him how to do it. Oh, are you kidding me? That's what happens in that movie? Yeah, it's it's, what a bunch of horse hockey. (laughs) Because who cares? So, like, yeah, the the, the term 1,000 boys gets volleyed around (laughs) a lot. And so, you know, they come in, they bust up this Easter dinner, and they're like, come on, man, I'm trying to eat here. And he's totally. Like, yeah. And also, you know what? We'll write a letter, or maybe come, we'll schedule a meeting with my secretary, we'll have a nice little closed chamber thing. We're, we're having a feast here. Yeah, totally. It's one of our high holidays. And so he goes, he's like, all right, I'm going se- to settle this with the Sultan tomorrow. So, <laughs> so he rides out by himself, and like... The Sultan and him used to be best buds, you know. Because the whole thing was, yeah. Vlad himself was a product of this thousand boys situation. Yeah, sure. Where he was Dominic Cooper's father, the old Sultan, you know, his, like, prize pig. And he went to go live with the Sultan and grew up and fought alongside them and yada, yada, yada. So he's like, yeah, you know, uh, he's like, are you serious about this thousand boys thing? And he's like, yeah, I'm kind of serious, you know. Like, we got a <laughs> quota. I'm sorry. Dominic Cooper... Uh, or Dominic West Cooper? Cooper. No, it's Cooper. It's Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Dominic West is McNulty. Yes. Yeah. Dominic Cooper, who's Howard Stark, younger Howard, Howard Stark. Stark. Right? Yes. Um, he has fashioned himself a haircut that puts him right smack in the middle of being a member of Interpol. Yeah. Yes. The band Interpol, not the agency. Uh, just have him be a long-haired weirdo like everybody else. Well, that goes to or a shaved head guy, a complete 
skin shaved head. One or, or the other. Or this goes back to Luke Evans. Luke Evans is fucking shaved clean this whole time. Man, I, lo- I looked at a picture of Vlad the Impaler. The man had a fucking cigar mustache. <laughs> like, thick as... Like, you mean like an illustration of Well, Vlad yeah, an illustration. Impaler, right? Like a portrait You're right. of Vlad the Impaler. And he had long-ass hair. And this guy looks like he's on the cover of, you know... He Men's looks like, Cosmopolitan. I he guess looks, Maxim. He looks rattier in those Hobbit movies he than he does playing Vlad the Impaler. He does. And Dominic Cooper's haircut. To, to, it would take <laughs> a month for a Turkish barber to do this with a pair of scissors. Like what could you? You need a tri- You need a, You need a buzz. A buzzer to get it. You know Turkish what I mean? barber makes it sound like there's like a series of bad jokes to be had. Somewhere. <laughs> oh, Steve, reel off some of your Turkish barber jokes. Uh, I'm not saying to no, do that. No, I'm I know, saying I, it I, sounds I, like a series of jokes. But like to do that, like the fade on this guy is pristine. Oh, I mean, it's like an Arthur Avenue cut. <laughs> That's a Bronx joke. I mean, <laughs> it's so impossible that he would have this haircut, and he's just rocking it the whole movie, and he's like, you know. You yeah, my wife has been giving me shit. We need a thousand boys. You know what I mean? We took a bath last year. We need a thousand <laughs> of your boys. I do love how like pragmatic Dominic Cooper is about the whole situation. He's like, well, you know, I mean, business is business. A thousand boys. Also, though, I mean, you see the 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 amount of people that travel with Vlad as he leads them away from the Sultan and to safety and this and that. There's not a thousand boys no. there. What are you putting no. them on layaway? Is he like, hey, hey, get fucking? I need a thousand boys. Well, no, that's it's a cycle, you see, because he asks for a thousand now. He's only got three hundred, and now he's got to give him another three hundred next year. Oh yeah, and then there's interest. Yeah, now there's interest. <laughs> now the guy- what's the vig on a thousand boys? <laughs> what's my minimum monthly boy payment <laughs> to make sure that I can get through next month? So, but the greatest, but yeah. th- this is the thing, and he's a bad negotiator, this Vlad the Impaler, because mm-hmm. a here comes. You know, somebody busts into your town and says, I need a thousand boys. You, you, apparently, he has the thousand boys, not willing to give it up. So he's now, now that's the thing. When you mess with these credit card companies, man, you go in <laughs> and you don't have enough ammunition. Now you come out owing them even more because he's like, now, you know what? Now it's a thousand boys and your son. He comes back with worse interest and a shitty magazine subscription nobody wanted. Because his argument is essentially, oh, come on. <laughs> We used to be friends. I like called the, you brother. Doesn't like, that count for anything? Of course like, not. It's the Ottoman Empire. No, it's uh, uh, that's based on blood. Something <laughs> you'll learn a lot about soon. Blood. Yeah, this is the mafia. He's like he's kind of like Robert Patrick in The Sopranos. You oh, know what man, I mean? He's, just that sports goods store. <laughs> he's just trying to kill himself on that pool table. That's the end of the dra- this Vlad the Impaler movie that I would want. Exactly. Also, one of the most unintentionally hilarious things that show ever did. So. He's like, all right, well, fuck it. I guess I have to give you a thousand boys. So we and cut my son and my, my son, son, yeah. So we cut to the exchange, and it's like it's like your son first. Like Dominic Cooper's hard on. Like the first and foremost part of the hard on mm. is to get Vlad's son by his side. Uh, the most unintentionally hilarious line of this whole movie is <laughs> so like the only he does his two tactics are come on and. Uh, you know what? Just take me. I'm worth a thousand boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? That's that- a loaded statement. I'll do your work. Yeah. <laughs> your dirty work. I'll do it all for those thousand boys. <laughs> I'll say this. I know that there's a couple of entertainment journalists that listen to this show. If you ever get to interview Luke Evans, 
Just just bring up casual. Like, oh, uh, I heard I, ha- I have here in my notes that you're worth a thousand boys. Would you would you care to <laughs> elaborate on that? Like, in what what's the metric there? In, in what capacity are you worth a thousand and, boys? And just so I'm clear, post Hobbit thousand boys <laughs> or pre Hobbit thousand boys? Because I think your stakes can go up now. I think you're at least four thousand four thousand nubile young men. <laughs> So we're at this standoff, and, you know, the sultan can't even be bothered to come himself. He sends some minions out. And there's, like, this one head minion that's been given Vlad shit, like, since the Easter dinner interruption. The famous Easter dinner interruption. I'm shocked that this happens, because... Are you? A little bit. (laughs) A little bit. Because what happens is is they're doing the trade-off, and the first one they want, of course, is the boy. Right. And the son kind of, like, balls up and is like, hey, man... I'll do it. Fine. I just gotta become you. Cool. Yeah. He knows. He knows. Like, oh, my dad did it, and he's yeah. a great man. So this movie says, you know, uh, I want to be my dad. I'll, I'll suck it up and do it's it. It's kind of like summer camp, also, because he's not gonna. He's gonna be like just raised in the sultan's house, and like, yeah. And you have to, you know, eat some great food, I guess. If the Ottoman Empire happens to go back to war with this tiny ass faction of Romanians, yeah. uh, you know, he'll probably have to fight against his own people. But hey, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we come yeah, to it. I mean, like, who thinks that's going to happen? Really, it's definitely happening. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the education in the Ottoman Empire, my God, much better than some backwater yeah. fucking Romanian donkey farm where he's <laughs> going to be. Where he's going to learn nothing about well, nothing. Well, I mean, if you want to learn a lot about donkeys. I mean, if you want to become a donkeyologist, you know, a Romanian donkey farm probably sounds pretty good. They have the top donkeyologists. (laughs) But that's a PhD I'd love to just have. I wouldn't do anything with it, but just to say I had it. Because then you'd be Dr. Donkey. (laughs) So fucking dumb. Um... (laughs) So he goes up, right. so there's uh, a negotiating party there here to take o- take the boy, and like just at the end of it, as if it's not enough that this guy ponied up his own son and a thousand boys. I'm sorry, don't you mean donkeyed up his own son? Donkeyed up his own son for the slaughter. Right. But this guy's got to give him like a a dick slap over it, dude. He talks shit to this guy. <laughs> on. He's just like, wow. I really didn't think you'd be this much of a fucking pussy. <laughs> I thought you were Vlad the Impaler, not Vlad the Bend Over. You know, and it's like, dude, you know what, man? It's been a rough week. It's yeah. been a week, okay? First Easter dinner is interrupted. Let us not forget that that shit happened. And then I got molested by a monster. <laughs> also, let's not forget that happened. So Vlad's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And he bends over and he he's Marty like, McFly is like he calls him a chicken and yeah. he's re- he's ready to do everything right and somebody calls him a chicken. And he's You're like, t- What'd you just say? Nobody, but nobody calls me a fucking Romanian donkey pussy. And so he's like, Run back to your mother, and he just starts killing people. Mm-hmm. It is breaking necks with Gerard Butler all over this yeah. movie. He's stabbing people left and right, cutting heads off. But this is a PG 13 movie, so there's not no blood splatters, no like really good gore. <sighs> Although, man, I will say, two forearms drop to the floor. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The yeah. first guy, the negotiator, of course, because he's a They get asshole. away with some yeah. good PG. I would say the PG-13 action in this movie is good PG-13 action. Yes. However, it is it's got to be R. It's just got to be like, R. It's got to be... I mean, the gore? it's not a movie where I'm tuning in to see you hit an orc in the head with a sledgehammer. Like, you're just killing people. Yeah. yeah. 
I need to see that. It's a movie starring an impaler. Come movie, on. It's a movie starring Dracula. Also, come on. Where's the blood in my Dracula movie? It's so terrible. So then, like, he impales, like, the final dude, yeah. and it's like, what have I wrought? You know, and it's like, well, guess we're going to war with the Ottoman Empire. Everyone, back to the castle. Yeah. And he goes, you know what, uh, honey, I'm going to figure this out. And she's like, what are you talking about? He's like... I got one card. I think I have one card to play. I did. I met this really interesting guy this week. He lives in a cave. Here's an opportunity for me. It's up on the top of Broken Tooth Mountain. He's part bear. Uh, he's really interesting. Nice guy. Uh, so he goes up there to dance with Charles Dance. Which is something, you know, folks at home, you don't want to find yourself in this position. Because mm-hmm. this is literally dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. And, he, and, you know, Charles Dance is an older guy, but, man, does he bench press this exposition like nobody else ever could. Like, this is Herculean what he does. Like, watching this scene, all I could think about is those dudes that are, like, throwing cars up onto their teeth. Yeah. I was like, wow, the acting in this movie. Charles Dance stars in ham. He d- <laughs> I mean, he does like six pages of exposition in one and a half minutes. It's, it's incredible. It is. It's, it's, you don't see him work like this on Game of Thrones. Like, Father Lannister is like very reserved. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets fucking killed on the toilet. Spoiler oh, alert. But, I mean, you know, all he has to do is say, no. <laughs> it's a but, real loaded no yeah, when Charles it's, Dance. Oh, oh, it's a big no. It's yeah. always a big no, but like in this one, he's like jack a hammer. It's insane. And so he, uh, goes, he goes up and he's like, "Look, you know, he's uh, Charles Dance. Like no one. He's all the problem though with this part of the movie is he's got a big mouth full of Dracula teeth, and no everyone, <laughs> no one's ever returned to the cave in the fall. Why do we need that? No. Like, there's so much of this movie where there's computer Dracula teeth. Yes. Just let him talk. Why put that in the mouth of your best well, actor? Did he have an anti-ADR clause in his contract? <laughs> like, he wouldn't re-record that dialogue? Well, he also, they have the makeups to make it look, because it looks like he's been chewing on his bottom lip. <laughs> like, it's a fucking lifesaver. Well, you know, he's been living in that cave on Skull Mountain, man, or whatever it's called, Broken Tooth Mountain. He's got a real chap lip situation. But uh, apparently people go up there every week and he gets to feed, because everyone's <laughs> like, oh, hey, that's a great cave. Oh, no. What's awesome, though? is like that first time they go up there they really just kind of saunter on up and they're like well there's the cave let's go yeah, in yeah. when he goes up that second time there's this shot of he's like climbing this yeah. cliff I was like when did that happen before like yeah. six dudes just walked up there in the last scene so Charles Dance explains he's like oh well, it seems like you have a problem here there's literally an entire empire coming for you and your small town uh, okay here's what's gonna happen you get to test drive being a vampire for three days. You get a long weekend <laughs> being a vampire. And, uh, well, hey, if you can avoid drinking the blood of a human, you'll revert back to being a human. And, you know, we'll call it a day. We'll just walk away from this situation. But if you feed on another human being, you take the curse of the vampire, and I get to strut on out of this cave. You have to buy this Hulu Plus membership for an entire year. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like going it. to yeah, it's like going to uh, a timeshare for the day to get like free tickets to something. Yep, he gets the hard sell. Totally, he just gets he wastes a whole afternoon with this vampire <laughs> man going to that doobie brothers cut. What's this? <laughs> yeah. 
what did I just take? Right? I mean, that's what happens. Charles Dance breaks open one of the many skulls that are laying around uh, this cave and uses it as a bowl to, like, you know, dump his blood in. He's like, just drink up. And you'll have all of my powers and none of... Well, he does have still the weaknesses. You'll have all my powers for the weekend. You know what I mean? You can invite your friends over. You can use my pad, whatever you want. (laughs) And part of the thing is like, oh, you know... Once I get out, I will, and he like really lays this part on and thick. He's like, and I'll get out of here, and I'll be able to take revenge on the one that wronged me, and you will one day be my pawn in an ancient game of revenge and wronging. And it's like that oh. many backers will clearly pony up for after this movie. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, could you stop building a sequel to a bad movie? Could you Seriously. just like, could we just have one bad movie ever? Like, why does this bad movie have to fly so close to the sequel, son? Like, it's so insane. Also, grossest part about this movie happens in this scene because he's like, like, like Luke Evans hasn't really figured out what the whole sitch is with a vampire. Yeah. So Charles Dance to sort of exemplify because he says he makes some offhanded comment of like, oh yeah, you know, it's it's really tough out there. It's hard <laughs> out there for a pimp. You know what I mean? Like I know what you're going through. And 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 Charles Dance is like, no, I don't think you have any idea. And he kind of like puts a little nick in his neck and makes him bleed. And then this Gene Simmons tongue uh, comes out, uh, and Charles Dance just licks him, and he's like, this is what it's like being a vampire. It's kind of like. Singing for kiss, la, 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 la. like the frog from Pan's Labyrinth. It's yeah, it's yeah. really just unsettling. It's so disgusting. For what? For, Dracula never does this. Charles Dance <laughs> doesn't do this again. It's just like, hey, let me turn into this monster for half a second, and he unhinges his jaw, yep. much like Will Smith's Devil. Yep. Right. This thing just flops down, and this long snake tongue just comes out. And he I'm turns like, into Freddy Krueger for a second. A it's bit. really, it's, it's a Freddy Krueger thing. Like I thought he was going to put his whole head in his mouth. <laughs> So he drinks the blood, and he's like, you know, he burps, and he's like, all right, now what? And he's like, now you die. And I'm like, oh, here comes Dracula. But here doesn't come Dracula, Andrew. You would think (laughs) it's Dracula untold. We're 30 minutes in. Now he's got the the Kevorka. He's going to turn into Dracula. And it's going to be great. And, like, maybe it's going to make him evil. He never actually loses his shit. He's the regular same boring dude he was before. Yep. Now with Dracula power. He is aroused by one vein. Yes. There's a single vein that really gets his, gets him going. Yeah. Well, he wakes up in a field and this is very Spider-Man. This is oh my god, I could do what, like he's like having fun. I was waiting for a woohoo. I was yeah. really yep. waiting yeah. for a woohoo cuz he's like like a super jump woohoo. Yes, cuz he's he's doing like all sorts of, I could hear these animals, I could do this. The rock. Well, his yeah, that's his that first thing. He wakes up in open. like a stream and he's like, "What?" And he goes to like lift himself up off this rock and he goes to steady himself and the boulder just collapses. And he's like, well, that's useful. There's a lot of weird lines like that that he has. Like, well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. When he goes to the mountain, what he says to the wife, when she's like, what are you doing? He goes, I know what kills Turks. Vampires. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, but it's this thing where he's like, he hears a spider, like, putting a fly into its web from, like, a hundred yards out. He's got the, he's got the vampire cam. He sees, like, squirrels and, you know, deer and everything, heartbeats miles away. And the problem with these setup scenes all the time, every time, is that they're so much more, like, efficient and powerful when you introduce them, because once you're in the action, yeah. it's just too much to think about. You don't yeah. want to have to really think about actual powers this guy would have. Right. So, like, him crushing that rock, like, just by steadying himself, essentially, to me means he could destroy the planet in a 
about five days. Exactly. Like, he's, he's superhuman. Yeah. Also, we can't forget this. As he drinks the blood and, like, dies or whatever, uh, Charles Dance, the first of two times in this movie, <laughs> stares off into nothing and goes, Let the games begin. First of two times, the exact same line is And made. the less annoying of the two, I will say. Oh, hands down. Who in the in the theater on opening night was like, Woohoo! Yeah, dance! Let the games begin! Because this is totally made up and useless! <laughs> Probably lots of people. Sure. I have a feeling this, if not popular in the theater... This is a this is a Blu-ray movie. You're, oh man! Oh, it's it's only thirteen ninety nine at Best Buy. It looks stupid, but I liked it though. Well, it's it is a very big. It looks stupid, but I liked it though. It's actually a pretty modest hit. It like, was over internationally mostly. Like, Worldwide, it was over two hundred million dollars. Oh, come on, everybody! Come on, the world! Yes, yes. The yes. global box office <laughs> was there. Nothing out that weekend. Did you really not want to see that new Paranormal Activity movie that badly that you went to Dracula untold? This is what they do to you, man. They force you into these positions. <laughs> well, I have to go to the movies, and it was the only thing playing. Couldn't just see Boyhood again, huh? <laughs> no, 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 no. Can't do that. No. So, yeah, he doesn't woohoo, but he turns into a pile of bats, and he's like, whoa, awesome. I know bat foo. Yeah, with great bats comes even greater, <laughs> more bats. So the Turks attack the castle. Mm -hmm. uh, we have cannonball cam in sure. one shot, because if it's something I've always wanted to follow, it's a cannonball. And everyone's like, oh, my God. You know, first, it's kind of great because they're all like, you know, this guy, they say a thousand boys. That's we can all kind of live with that, you know. Honestly, we're super impoverished, having one less mouth to feed. Not the end of the world here. <laughs> and now we got these Turks breathing down our necks. And then this guy goes on vacation. Yeah, he totally bounced on us, and we're getting attacked. Cannonball cams coming at us. <laughs> and he comes back, and he's like, "We must stand up and fight for our rights." Everybody stay in the castle. I'm going to Dracula out outside. <laughs> Everyone, no, no one look outside. He, he literally says, like, don't go out there. You really don't want to see what's going to happen. It's spooky out there. Stay in here. I'll handle everything. And then he proceeds to turn into a bat tornado yep. and wipe out this army of Turks. Like, hundreds of dudes are slaughtered in, like, within the hour. He takes out this army. And if that's the case, man, keep on going all the way back to the Sultan. First night, I'm killing that. I've got three nights. That's what I... You yep. realize the day is totally shot. You know what I mean? You're right. in a coffin. You're in a cave. You're in a whatever. The night is all you've got. You might as well get it done in the first night. I mean, I think it's a thing where Dracula just needed a day planner. Yeah. Like, map out your itinerary. It's just... It's such a real kerfuffle, you know? It's like, if you just thought this out in advance, dude, you could have taken out this Sultan. That's his problem, though, is I think he's a little too passive-aggressive. Like, I think he's like, look, I'm going to kill a thousand of his guys. He's not going to want to go up against me after that. I mean, right. It's just silly. And then the guy sends a hundred thousand guys after him. Well, that's what was great, too, is there, like, the word gets back to Dominic Cooper. And Real he, quick for yeah. uh, medieval times. <laughs> well, you know, I think they've got, they've got some sort of pigeon system working in this movie that's never really explained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some pigeon. And uh, just, yeah, some pigeon. And they're like, uh, hey, man, you know, they took out your thousand men. He's like, well, then send a hundred thousand. I'm busy. And I was like, dude, that's it. That's a lot. Uh, like a tiny village took out a thousand people. Mm. 
don't you want to see what's going on instead of just sending ten times the amount of people? Aren't, weren't you almost positive that that thousand people would have taken that entire place out? Yeah, you thought this was a done deal. You were laughing your balls off in your castle about this. That stupid Vlad thinks he can stand up to me. I'll send a thousand guys and really fuck them they, good. They actually came to him with 10,000 guys. He's like, no, 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 we're not wasting 9,000 guys on this. <laughs> we're putting a thousand in the field, and that'll be it. <laughs> Or, you know, penalty is ass. You know what? Now it's 2,000 boys, okay? You know, that's it. 2,000 boys and your wife. You're forcing my hand here, Vlad. Totally. You're playing hardball. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back over the top. So Vlad's like, all right, so they know where we live now. You know, we got to get out of here. We should should relocate to a, a different area. So then we just start walking for a little bit. And I was like, speaking of Hobbit movies. Well, this is also very weird because he's like, okay, we've got... We're gonna take. We're not gonna take the whole of Transylvania. We're gonna take most of it, so they know that we left. Which is his very weird line. Oh, that's what it is. He yeah. doesn't take the whole town. Because I mean, think about it. If you you can't fit all of that into a, a monastery, right? Well, yeah, because it's a big tease again. He wants them to come. He wants this the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, just come back. Tease him in a little you know, bit. You know what? We're gonna make him come to me. It's like it's like watching your dad fail buying a car. It's like no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. They're gonna come crawling back to Dude, me. Dude, the only thing you know for certain at this point is that you have the ability to fly. Why <laughs> right. not fly to wherever the fuck Mehmet, the emperor, is? Dominic Cooper is. Yeah, the sultan. And just fucking do it. I don't understand this. I really don't. Well, no, yeah, he and literally the rest of the movie is him being like, "Come on." Up, 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 up the mountain, up yeah. the cave, and <laughs> like, and let's make this harder for my people. And just, just honestly, kill everybody. Do you, <laughs> if you can kill a thousand guys in a night, you can kill. You really, if you wanted to push yourself, kill a hundred thousand guys in a night. Come on, you could really work at it because he doesn't get tired. He doesn't need to rest. No. He's like, like he's standing on that battlefield, and they're all dead. And his soldiers come up, like, hey, we heard a racket. What the? Oh, what? Wait, what? Did you? And nobody asks a single question. They're like, wow, you really lucked out, Vlad. That's uh, pretty cool, I guess. You had none of us help you do this. So you've learned how to summon fire? (laughs) Yeah. How? Well, you know what? Let's just, it's better to not ask questions in this situation. And we're going to take tomorrow morning off. Uh, (laughs) Vlad's sleeping in in a little tent because they start moving in the night. And like his wife. Him, his, he's got a very healthy sexual relationship with his wife, you know? Oh, yeah. For an impaler. For an impaler. <laughs> Sarah Gadden from... Uh, Enemy. Uh, Emini, Emini, Enemy. 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 And, and Cosmopolis. She's in several uh, Cronenberg, Cronenberg movies yeah. and Cronenberg's uh, son's movie there, Antiviral or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. Uh, can we talk about... The like the Renfield surrogate in oh, this movie. This guy sucks, dude. This guy sucks so hard. He is dressed up like Captain Jack Sparrow. This yep. character, <laughs> down to the eyeliner and drunk swagger. It's ridiculous. Yosef Patchouli, you mean who? Yosef Patchouli is what I've been calling him. Oh, I thought that was actually <laughs> no, the that's man's not his name. actual name. Because, yeah, he just looks like a burnt-out hippie. Also, why do I need that, though? No, like, no, right. the Renfield, like, master yeah. character, that's Bram Stoker's thing. You're doing your darndest not to have that. And this dude comes out of nowhere, and he's like, wouldn't you like to feed? 
And you're like, uh-huh, just say it. Come on. Yeah. And this dude's like dramatically pausing while he's cutting his hand. And he's just like, master. And I was like, oh, 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 because oh, he's a vampire. And you, sir, are no Tom Waits. Oh, I'll yeah, tell you that much. Oh, absolutely not. You're no Tom Waits. You're no, uh, you know, anyone who's ever played. You're Renfield no Peter ever. McNichol, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely right. That is a Renfield character. <sighs> <laughs> and and it's it's literally like comes to nothing. This dude does something at the end of the movie, but that's it. Yeah, but he yeah. basically tempts him. He's like, "Get out of here, dick!" And he's like, "Okay, bye." You get out of there with that fucking junk. I don't want that shitty blood skag around. And that's the thing. It's like you would think. Like his whole thing is okay, a bloodlust, right? Yeah. If you're killing a thousand dudes, you're not getting a bloodlust. The only time he gets a bloodlust is when he's like trying to have sex with his wife, and like like Chris says, her vein starts calling out to him, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's sexy." And he's like, "Wait a second, I'm not into that." <laughs> if you're taking out a thousand guys, right? You're telling me that not one of them is getting lucky with a stake through the heart? Yeah. Come on. Or even like by accident, he cuts somebody's throat. Their blood's everywhere. It gets in his mouth. Like oh, 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 you know exactly. <laughs> They've had worse accidents in Outbreak with Morgan Freeman. You know, come on. Or blood in the eye like Brendan. Get the fuck away from me. You know, come oh, on. Man. That is one of the most aggravated dad yells in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brendan Gleeson in 28 Days Later. But honestly, if, you see, if he is not coming out of this battle looking like Carrie. Yeah. I don't believe it. And what, what about covering your character in blood, or dried blood, whatever, makes that movie are like is that why yeah. you're not doing that like he has to be soaked to the bone in blood yeah, yeah. and just like trying as hard as he can not to lick his fingers right like that's <laughs> yeah. he's like oh man it's like me at a kfc like don't do it <laughs> well and that would even be cooler if that was the way he did give in if like he was covered in blood and then he just like licked one lip and that was how he Gave in. That's how he did it. And that's this movie takes advantage of the audience's knowledge of vampires yep. and doesn't make the characters who are newly experiencing vampirism find these things out. Like, yeah, he should be like, ah, yeah. like, oh, say, mm. it's just like, yeah, 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 you know that he wants this. You know that. The character doesn't have to know that, but you know it, so it's fine. Now, the rest of you start cleaning up these bodies because when the Turks show up. <laughs> This is going to be a problem. Well, he totally does like a, you know what, guys? I did all the killing, uh, but it has to be my trademark. So you get all these uh, corpses up on big big old spikes. I'm going to go back to the castle and have intercourse with my wife. Yeah, he has like the stage crew show up and like set up for the next (laughs) act. Putting kisses stage together. I I do love the idea of him like going down to the spear maker and spear maker be like, in a day? (laughs) I need a thousand spears to hold men up. In a that's like a week's work, man. But then he starts doing his vampire powers. He's like, "Oh, let me show you how to, how to shave some wood." He's just making a bunch of spears. Turns into a bunch of bats. They're all shaving it down. <laughs> making some spears. The mice in Cinderella. <laughs> this sounds evil. <laughs> It takes him way too long to realize that he would really do well with some vampire helpers. Yeah. You know, like that's that's step one is let's get let's get some vampire helpers together. So the wife finds out what the deal is, right? Because they're again, they're like getting ready to get down, and she's like, Why isn't your back horrendously scarred like it's been for the last fifteen years? And he's like, uh 
And then he's like sleeping with this silver ring around his neck. I, maybe it's a thing where he's like, you know, the burning sensation will like make me remember. But also, dude, you're sleeping on that thing all night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Barney Gumble sleeping on the conch shell. I mean, that thing, it'll burn right through you. And also, Chuck Dance at some point makes it. What is he, your next door neighbor, Chuck Dance? I mean, he has thrown a barbecue or two. He's not bad on the grill. <laughs> Welcome to my barbecue, Christopher. Would you like chorizo? Oh, oh how like? generous. You brought Tostito. Chips and, and some salsa too, Chuck. And one six pack. When I know you drink at least six beers in one sitting, go sit down, Christopher. Oh, calling me Chuck again? <laughs> How pleasant! I mean, I just assumed you'd have some, you know, a thirty rack around here. <laughs> ah, yes, a thirty rack. Of course. <laughs> yes, Chuck Dance goes to the local AMP and grabs <laughs> a thirty rack of of, of Bush, a bu- the the suitcase. He gets the suitcase. Yeah, no, no, I want the full one. Mm-hmm. I assure you, kindly cashier, I won't be consuming any of this. It's strictly for my guests. Mainly this one party animal that comes over every time I have a gathering. Oh, what is it that he like? Do you have a beer pong balls? <laughs> uh, trust me, oh. it is very inconvenient. He, he had another request. Not, not the golden Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. I believe the ones no one likes. So Chuck Dance, Uh, Chuck Dance makes a point. He's like, "Get that shit out of my face," because even looking at silver pisses him off and agitates you. Right, right. So why have it even on you at that point? If that's the case, the the line is very Chuck Dance. I believe it is cloak your silver. Like I just it, it, it offends me. Yeah, oh, he really cloak your silver. It offends me. You know, I just just say put it away. Mm. Can you? Pl- I don't have to cloak anything. Put it away. La di da. Get it out of here, Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so he he kind of gives her the score. He's like, look, I'm gonna be Dracula for three. I'm gonna be really moody for three days. <laughs> I can't go in sunlight. And like, and this is one of those things where I like my vampires. The second sunlight hits them, they're done for you know what i mean like that's the way i like my vampires you can really stay you can have an afternoon out if you're these kind of vampires it's kind of inconvenient i would i mean these vampires you could like run out to the mailbox and grab the paper and like get back (laughs) in as long as you had a bathrobe on you're fine that was the thing that buffy always pissed me off is like you would stand under like an umbrella and you'd be fine for the whole weekend it's like you know what no 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 yeah, they Buffy and Angel both relied on like the as long as you're in a shadow thing way too much. Angel in like that first season had the dipshit detective mobile with the tinted windows yeah. so he could drive around. A lot of parking garages in that first season of Angel. <laughs> well, and it's all just like easy outs to like because well, it's such a pain in the ass to have to have all these night scenes. I'm like, no, I'm in a Dracula movie. I want <laughs> night scenes, dude. I should not be seeing the sun until the final scene. And yes. it adds nothing to your movie, by the way. Having daylight battles and all this stuff doesn't add a thing and it's gross the way they do it in this movie because it's just like 
bits of skin just flaking off. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's like you're starting to cook up chicken. You know what I mean? Yeah. It starts yeah. to change color, and it's like, oh, that's kind of gross. It's like dandruffy chicken is what's happening. <laughs> as disgusting as that sounds. So she's like grossed out, and he's like, look, I'm going to hang out in the tent all day. Tell, tell him I got a migraine. You know what I mean? Like, I will meet you guys later. And so they do. And like, the problem with this movie is in the beginning of the movie, they do a really piss poor job of establishing Transylvanians. Right. Because like there's all these other dudes I'm supposed to give a shit about that I never ever do. And that's what's annoying too is like kind of towards the end of the movie like there's one guy who like all it is is like you remember by visual cues is like that's the old man, that's the woman with the big eyebrows, that's the guy with the beard. Yeah. So like at the end when they're like helping him out, you're like, "Oh yeah, I guess they're characters." And the one dude is like, "What have I always told you since I was a you were a young boy?" And I was like, "I don't know. Did you know him as a young boy? Who the fuck are you?" But and are you the mailman? Like what happened? <laughs> and that's the problem frankly of getting all the supporting cast of Game of Thrones because they all <laughs> look the exact same. It's yes. all like art of shaving models. <laughs> and frankly, if you have like weird looking people or yep. like distinct looking actors, like they don't even have to be big name actors. Just once you're like, I know that guy from that thing. Maybe somebody that looks vaguely Romanian. That'd be fun. Huh? Or it looks possibly <laughs> like they could have lived without a you know a hair dryer. Totally. There's way too many beautiful people. With or without beards in this movie. So the second night, Vlad wastes um, because basically on the road to the monastery, they get attacked again. And then there's like all, there's a couple of white Turks that are giving him shit the whole time. Like yeah. extra white Turks. I mean, all the tar- Turks are white. But like they're supposed to be like his ex-buddies in, in the core, in the Green Lantern <laughs> Corps there. And, you know, one of them kills... I guess his best friend, question mark. Yeah, he's crying over this guy, so I was like, all right, I guess you knew him. And he kill, you know, he winds up killing uh, this other guy, or think, he, it kind of comes to nothing, he almost kills this guy. It does come to absolutely nothing, and they make it feel like something you should, because yeah. what Cause he, he does... This guy's is, basically a number two. Yeah. He, he would yes. be the number two in this movie, as, as far as villains go. Yeah, like, he corners the wife and son, and he's like, yeah. now things are gonna get fun. Yeah. And then, like, in flies Dracula, and bats right up to this guy, and then, like, turns back into a human inches away from him, and is like, abu. And scares this guy off a cliff. And you're like, that's kind of cool. And then when the scene's over with, you see this guy climbing back up, but it comes to nothing. You don't see a scene where that guy rats on him and like gives the location or anything like that. I'm like, what does it matter then? He winds up just stabbing him later in the movie, and who cares? Like, I, I, Nobody yep. ever cares. Yeah. Nobody cares at all. So we're at this monastery, and yeah. this monk... This- he wastes his second night. You save your wife. Okay, honey. Sit down. I'm going to go kill that goddamn sultan and be done with this. I'm really running out of time here. <laughs> exactly. Tomorrow night, like, who knows what time. Maybe I'll get a late start. I'll be fucked. And it's annoying, too. On your Dracula vacation, you don't want to be doing the big thing on a Sunday night. <laughs> exactly. That sucks ass. Yeah. Like, you'd rather be at the monastery. You can finally have a peaceful Easter feast, you know, mm-hmm. without it getting interrupted. And since you can hear, you know, termites fucking in the next county... <laughs> Why not just find Cooper? 
And yeah, like he's clearly him. closer now since he's attacking you in the middle of this. It's a lot of him just looking in the distance and he sees all the heartbeats and he's like, well, they are getting closer. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's the next night. It's him just watching them get close. So he's at the monastery and he gets outed as a Dracula. Yeah, this monk's like, hey, are you a vampire? And he's like, no. I'm just standing in indirect sunlight this entire time. Yeah, and this dude like cuts a hole in a sheet and he's like, it's a vampire! And they light this fire and they try to kill kill him and he comes out and he's like you ungrateful jerks do you know what's going on here i just have a dracula test drive it's just for the weekend come on <laughs> and he's also like how do you think i've been killing thousands of people how is two nights how has no one put this together that there's magic afoot here <laughs> we figured it was the lord <laughs> yeah yeah there's your first mistake by the way you know how everybody who goes up to broken tooth mountain never ever comes back why do you think that is they don't get better <laughs> jobs they get murdered by vampires, and, which this town is rotten with. And why were you suspicious when I was the one who did come back? Nobody asked the right questions. And it just goes to show, curiosity doesn't necessarily always kill the cat. No. Sometimes it saves the cat from a crazy-ass vampire. The cat's getting roughed up. It's not... <laughs> And, you know, like any drunk, he has a big conversation with his son, and he's like, look, Dad's going to be better tomorrow, son. <laughs> I swear to God, just one more night, I swear I'm going to give it all up. I'm going to give up the ghost. The son does say something about, you went up to that mountain, and that's when you got sick. <laughs> he's yeah. like, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Dad's got a headache today, but tomorrow's going to be a lot better. I promise tomorrow we can go ride those horses <laughs> like the your stupid mother wouldn't let me do on Easter. The other thing is the majesty they give this Dracula garb is just like he's in the monastery and that's where it's housed and like the son's like what's in that room dad he's like something I hope I'll never have to use wait so you'll sell your soul to Satan but you'll never put on your cool outfit again yeah you don't want to put on your Vlad the Impaler uniform the armor that apparently is some of the best in the fucking place like that's where you did your best killing yep Wearing that suit. This thing, apparently, I mean, like, I, I don't know how good I, the metal thing you're wearing is, Dude, but this is clearly much better. Well, he's, turning, just, he's wearing a waistcoat the most of the movie, because like, that's pretty sexy and cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but seriously, like, come back to your home team uniform, man. Where do you think Andy Pettit did his best pitching? <laughs> Figure it the fuck out. Yeah. No, 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 I don't want to put that on. You know what? Michael Jordan wore 45 for a little while. I was like, you know what? It's time for 23 to come back, baby. <laughs> That's how he won three more championships, not with the number 45. <laughs> Which is kind of like Michael, Michael Jordan's surgery to basketball is kind of like Dracula going back to, you know. And then, and much like Michael Jordan, you know, Dracula had to stop being a vampire because of all that gambling. <laughs> all the terrible gambling debt that he had. <laughs> but the, and this is around when they do the stupid fucking. Uh, like Vlad's like you know, uh somebody brings it up like oh well you've killed you know hundreds of people hundreds of people you know what how can you be so upset for all the people that are getting killed now and he does this stupid thing and it is a dark knight thing uh, directly oh. ripping off it, oh, it's really where bad. he's like well they're scared of the monsters, so I had to play the monster. Yeah, oh, it, it's oh. it's not the monster that Transylvania wants, but it's the monster that <laughs> Transylvania deserves. It's almost exactly and that. Yeah, you're <laughs> damn right. You're damn right. 
it's kind of like that part in Teen Wolf when everybody becomes cool with Teen Wolf. Like, yeah. at least he's on our side. Yeah. Kind yeah, of the deal. That's exactly what happens. They're like, I guess so. Mm, hope it's, he doesn't turn us into vampires. Style starts start selling all sorts of Dracula t-shirts. <laughs> Dracula start, gets the big role in the school play. And, you know, totally. And it's he just, starts it's, acting like a dick. That's the problem. He starts acting like a yeah. dick. He starts acting like, you know, the leader they didn't necessarily want, but the leader that they deserve because they're all also a bunch of dicks. So it's like, whatever, man. Like, here come all these Turks and we got to figure it out. And there is a downright bat symphony. Yep. Like, he is conducting this army of bats and he's putting his hand up. And, like, spreading them out and putting them down and slamming them this way and that way. It's in Looney Tunes cartoons. When all the bees would get really mad because Porky ate their honey, yeah. it would, they would all take, like, form a shape and form a fist and form an arrow. And, yep. like, he, he makes a bat fist at the end. But first he finger fucks the Turkish army. <laughs> and, like, man, it looks stupid. It like looks it, very stupid. it's like a bunch of dust, and of course we don't want any blood, and of course we don't want to really see any death. So it's just like it's like a Sims explosion. <laughs> well, the fu- <laughs> the best thing is okay. You know what's scary? Vampires. Uh, you know what d- doesn't help when our warriors are scared? How are we going to combat this? Man. I'm going to blindfold my entire army. <laughs> what? This is a real. What were you thinking? <laughs> situation it's mr sultan yeah it is a total flub on your part he's like all right i'm gonna blindfold my entire army this way you can just march forward and not be scared about anything (laughs) except when this bat hammer falls down on you and you have no idea what's coming your way you know what the first time i get attacked and the guy that i'm attacking turns into a pile of bats I'm leaning back and re-strategizing. Let yeah, you the other figure guy, it out. Let yeah. the new guy figure it out. You know what? <laughs> I've been here. I, I'm three weeks away from retirement. This is insane. Like, these dudes just get wiped out instantly. But it was all a, a ploy, you see, because as he's like, uh, as Chris so gracefully put it, finger-fucking the Turkish army. Right. Uh, I, I want to re-hit that one. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a surprise one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not entirely surprising. <laughs> Not necessarily. Uh, the the Sultan pulls the old double switch on him, and he goes up and kill, tries to kill his whole family. Right. He come. The, he he assumes that the attacks were from the north, but oops, from the south. There's more Turks coming in. His family gets like kind of cornered on a on a basically on a huge cliff that this monastery has. His Why other best friend gets stabbed. You know what? How yeah, many another... times have I told you guys to put a rail there? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> This is why this shit happens. It's 100,000 feet in the air. How many times have I asked you to replace the slate stones on this patio? Because this woman is hanging off of this thing, and the floor's just coming up on her. <laughs> you know, the sun gets to safety, but the she falls off. And now we're going to do a little Gwen Stacy action. Yep. If we're stealing from Spider-Man, which yep. is him falling down. And this is written by Stanley himself. You know what I mean? Like... Falling down, trying to save her. He's turning into all the bats he could muster. He's trying to shoot bats at her. And you know what, man? You had a minute ago, you were making bat fists and bat middle fingers. Make a bat blanket for your wife to fall on. You know totally. what I mean? Like, Where's the bat bed of black roses, man? <laughs> well, that's the thing is he doesn't turn. And that's the thing is it's, it's his heroism bullshit. Yeah. Because he can't just turn to a bunch of bats. His face has got to be there to look at her. Yep. If yeah. he went full bat. I think she'd been okay. It would be fixed in two seconds. Yeah. As it stands, she falls off a cliff, 
is somehow still conscious. Oh, she's having oh, yeah. a whole conversation. Like she hits the ground, she hits rock bottom. <laughs> hey, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you know, he's like, ah, oh, that fucking sucks. And she's like, there's still time. If you just drink from me, you'll turn into a vampire full on. And you you will extend your time, and you can beat this army. He's oh, like, because the son gets kidnapped. By the way, the the, the son is certainly kidnapped. The son they, is kidnapped they, by Dominic Cooper. Yes. Yeah, and he's like, oh, now I'll never be able to get him now. And he's like, right. But if you do this thing, and it kind of makes it her fault too. You know what I mean? It's kind of she this- has caused centuries worth of oh, terror, yeah. apparently, because mm, he's just like, you know, I'm going to hang up the Dracula spurs. Like, no, you pussy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you pussy. You Eat get this apple. There. You know, yeah. it's it's a real Eve thing. <laughs> so he does it, and he becomes a vampire, and she's dead. And then it's like, all right, what do I have to do now to like take out the rest of these folks? I might need a little help from some of my friends. And he just starts turning everybody into vampires. Which is amazing because these vampires... So he's like always him, right? He's always got yep. the good heart and yep. everything. And he's like, oh, I want to help my wife. I want to do this. The second anyone else turns into a vampire in this movie, they are evil and stupid. They're yeah, like totally. Descent demons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, they came straight out of a cave. Because... Why does and that's the thing you I would I would have I was kind of kept expecting him to turn fully evil and I was like oh maybe when he finally drinks blood that'll be the last straw and exactly. he'll be like way too evil for anything you know? right and but you, no he's still the same good guy yep same handsome dude I think you've had the impaler like you struggling with being evil <laughs> like I, I just want to see it I, I mean I know it's stupid it sounds stupid it's coming out of my mouth but like <laughs> like just have Either the monster or the historical monster right. <laughs> have a minute when they're actually like struggling with something. Right. No, doesn't happen. He Fuck makes this yeah. army. Also, when he becomes a full-fledged vampire, he gains weather powers. Yep. Because the sun all of a sudden goes in clouds so yeah. that the vampires can run out because dawn has struck. Yep. And so, so long he, as it's an overcast day, vampires are good to go. Exactly. Yeah. Like this dude would have a great time in Seattle and London and <laughs> Portland. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden, all these vampires are. It's a big old fat Turk slaughter. It's mm-hmm. a good old fashioned Turk roast, right? Yeah. They take out this whole army, and then he's like, "I gotta go get my boy." He's in the Sultan's tent, <sighs> and this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yep. Silver equals kryptonite. Yep. That's it. Yep. It's, it's just it's a Superman fight. It's it's yep. the end of. Uh, Return uh, Superman Returns is when like he's oh, on that yeah. well, he's on that kryptonite island and Kevin Spacey's kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, that's, that's what this scene is. He's he's constructed a tent where the floor is made out of silver coins, and then like again, just like a video game, there's sacks of silver coins slung above him. Power so, ups, we would call them. Yeah, so like Dominic Cooper can hit these things with his sword, and coins are just falling on him, and they just have a big old silver fight. And it's not really defined like it doesn't kill him; it just weakens him like yeah. incredibly. Yeah, it's just him like roasting a little bit, mm-hmm. like sleeping in a tanning bed. And this goes on forever, and they have a whole lot of conversation and a whole lot of fighting. And the, the boy is kind of like sh- quaking in his boots, and he's about to stake him, even though he doesn't know what staking is. He's like, "You know what kills everybody? A wooden stake to the heart." And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> and that's what a, book were you reading?" <laughs> there's a weird thing that they decided to do with like the lore and the special effects with this is like when the stake starts getting close to his chest, a little hole starts opening up as yeah. like come on just put it right there <laughs> put it right there the big black bullseye I was like what the fuck has that ever been like why would a vampire's body make itself more vulnerable the closer a stake gets well that's what I don't understand is, so the 
not only does he get weakened, but the armor itself? It's going right through that suit. Why would that be? It's a piece of fucking... Is that Dracula? (laughs) (laughs) And not unlike the ultimate warrior, he can't win the fight unless he feels it from the crowd. Because he's about... (laughs) He's really about to get staked, and he's like, oh, man. And his son's just, like, clapping. You know? And he's like, Dad, 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 (laughs) Dad. And then he's like, oh, yeah, and turns into a pile of bats, and then kills him immediately. Like, why didn't you just pile of bat right into the tent and kill him? Come on! Or when you feel like you're losing this silver tent thing, go outside and be like, hey, dude, let's take this outside. Pile of bat into the tent, bat up the boy, bring him bat outside, and then be like, come on, you pussy! Mm -hmm. Let's fight out here. So dumb. So he's dead. So he's dead. And, like, Dominic Cooper has been a shit through this movie. Really not pay off with this death. No, it doesn't balance I, I out. I really needed something big, like him like picking pieces of him out of his teeth. For a man that requested a thousand boys, yep. he does get a real mild death. He drops, he did, it, bloodless A. Yep, yeah, of course. B, it's just like a bite in the neck. Totally, that you don't even see. And, yeah. and he's like dead with his eyes open. It's just him laying there, nothing anywhere. I expected him to blink and get back up again. <laughs> So they're outside, and the vampires are like, we did it! (laughs) Yeah, they saved the summer camp. They put on the talent show. They got the $10,000. Christopher Lloyd's got a nice little bed now. (laughs) Exactly. And they're like, yeah. And then, like, you know, his old teacher, who you... You tell me, movie. He's like, looks good, looking good for an old man. And this guy's like, I don't feel old. And I was like, was that guy old? <laughs> I, know. I don't even know. He's like 41. And like, Luke Evans is 38. <laughs> so he's like, the only thing now is to kill your son because I'm an evil vampire. And right. Like, oh, wait. Hey, that's not cool. And then everyone's like, kill your son. Kill your son. <laughs> so he impales this dude, which is pretty. It's a, it's it's a the, cool. Yeah, it's it the sickest part of this movie, man. This dude gets put up there on that spike and just starts chunking away, yeah. like just breaking out into chunks. It's the coolest thing. And you know, he's just like the whole movie. He's like, you know, we're vampire. He, he gives all. He's a shit heel in this movie because he's like, you know what? These Turks took your land, and I will give you eternal life. And they're like, yeah, let's all become <laughs> vampires. And then ten minutes he goes, ew. Vampires are gross. Let me kill all these vampires. <laughs> well, this monk comes out of nowhere. This the the narc monk from yeah, earlier in yeah. the movie, and he's got a big old crucifix, and he's like, "Back away, vampires! I'm going to take this boy now." And it's like, "Oh, I'm you know bumming out about that. I'm not going to see my son. Whatever." This dude uh, gets them gets them safely away, and then again, forecast Dracula. He just opens the sky back up and. I don't get this logic either. All of the other vampires just start chunking out like mm. that last guy did. And then Dracula just gets a sunburn. Uh, also, um, we, d- we steal a shot directly from Interview with the Vampire. It's two women vampires huddling together. Oh, yeah. And they burst yeah. into nothing. I was like, I've seen that before. I've seen that movie. So, like, all these dudes that he went through all this trouble to help out, yeah. he just then willingly <sighs> murders. Oh, yeah. You know, and like that's the thing you see like vampire things all the time where like there's some dick vampires and then there's like not dick vampires yeah. and the not dick vampires have to be like, hey, man, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're like, well, we, we got to be civilized here. Like, yeah, we're monsters, but come on. Why does he like, hey, you guys hit the road. Leave my son alone. They'd be like, oh, OK. And they would. And they'd just be great vampires somewhere else. Form, yeah, totally. Like, just go go spread the word. Yeah. Go form a, a theater group with Stephen Ray. See if I care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever is going to happen. 
whatever it needs to go to go to go to America, you know, <laughs> go to you know New Orleans. I don't know, whatever you want to do. Run a bar in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. That, you make a lot of money there. So Dracula like fries, and but he, he, he just gets a sunburn, like yeah. stage three cancer. He's yeah. got no hair. And you kind of think that's it, but then here comes our, our Renfield fella back, Ugh. and he's like, oh, master, good thing I'm still a character in this movie. And he props him up on this table and cuts his own hand open and starts feeding Dracula, and you see him, like, waking back yeah. up, and you're like, ah, and now this is, now now we're in Dracula told. Now yeah. he's, <laughs> this is what yeah. we know about Dracula. Uh, and the last scene is present day. I'm pretty sure it's oh, not. Yeah. It's oh not yeah, me- medi- yep. it's it's no not, no. Uh, it's it's 2014. It's yeah. 2014. Uh, and his exact. There's some other thing that I don't even remember. Like she's like, oh, when his when his wife dies, she's like you know, we'll meet again. Human reincarnation, I guess. Or yeah, something. Well, it's yeah. souls, the power of love, such and know. such, such and such. And he goes up, and he's like full on Dracula, looking pretty good. You know? Oh yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Hey, lady," and she's like, "He's like, you look like somebody I know." And she's like, "Hey, you're pretty hot." It's like, the same actress. It by is the, the way, same yeah. actress, so it's exactly the same person. She says her name is Mina, and everyone oh, goes, "Ooh, shit, son!" And you know, he, that's it's a it. total creep fest, though, because oh, yeah, he's yeah. like beautiful and she's like pardon me and he's like the flowers you're looking at i mean and she's like oh that's cool and then she walks away and then he recites a line of poetry and she's like excuse me and he's like yeah you heard me and she's like that's my favorite poem and he's like i know something something previous lives it's 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 from like the game like <laughs> this is like a guy who's read the game yeah. front to back cover and like is like this is how you take this. Yeah, she she's given a tiny key in an envelope. <laughs> but here you go. No, you respect me. No, yeah, you're a beautiful flower. <laughs> no, you respect me. No, yeah. So then they kind of walk off like ah, eternal love and then Peering them from a cafe table like Michael Caine at the end of Dark Knight Rises <laughs> yes, yes. Is, is a fully 2014 Charles Dance looking very dapper in this suit. Complete with rug like nobody's business. Oh, yeah. That's like Garfield on his head. <laughs> and he stands up and you know, buttons his coat and starts walking after them. And again, let the games begin. Credits. <laughs> oh, this immortal chess match has just started, oh, everybody. Yeah. I guess this whole movie was an entire waste of time. <laughs> well, that's why they don't show you the full death with Cooper's, because he's come back for the second one, man, and he's a vampire now. Oh, do you think so? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Mercy now, me. Now, can we say what this movie was intended to be? Yep. Was the start of, and this is a real thing. Sure. The start of a Universal's Monsters Avengers type movie. That's what the, that, that's what they're trying that to do. That was the idea. That was the idea. They were going to make that's a mo- still the idea. Is, it's not out of the question. So wait. So this is the first. In, is I Frankenstein? It's not, no, not no. I Frankenstein. But there's a possibility. You can read it on Wikipedia. Something, something. Uh, 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 the mummy. Yeah, there's where Dracula would roll up in a mummy movie, and then like Mister Werewolf. I mean, who, dude, the possibilities Dirk are Werewolf. endless. Yeah, yeah, Dirk Werewolf, the movie. Uh, <laughs> no, but, and I guess it's like, like what? Like you said, Steve, look, Charles Dance is the Sam Jackson character? That's what they said, is like, that oh, Charles that Dance's ma- quote-unquote master vampire character would recruit a team of supernatural who gives a shit. For what? For whose benefit? 
I mean, if you're for the immortal revenge, Chris, he needs not just a werewolf, not just a vampire, but a mummy, a wolf man. (laughs) What is Charles Dance getting revenge against? He made a deal with the devil. He worked out. It worked out pretty well. It's 2014. You've got a rug on your head. You're doing okay. But what? What good is it to arrange a team? Who are you fighting? I don't. I, I don't. Well, I that's don't. just my point. Is it would have to like the Kraken? I don't know. <laughs> it's all this horseshit though that Charles Dance is spewing in this movie about my chess game of revenge. Revenge against what? The devil? Go after the devil, dude! Don't bother human characters. Oh my god! I just figured it out. It's Monster Squad. They're gonna make Monster Squad again, <laughs> and that's what they're going for. Maybe that's where it's all coming from. Wolfman's got balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean. The, everybody loved the Avengers, and everybody loved those Marvel interrelated movies, and that's all great. You know what can't be that? Anything else. I know. Stop with the tied-in universe shit. It only worked once, and that worked out once because it was it was, it was lightning in a bottle, honestly. Like they, yeah. they, they, they got lucky in 2007 with the Iron Man movie. Like, hey, you know what we could do in the second one? Maybe do this other thing. And it snowballed, and they pulled off a really good Avengers movie, and this next one looks really great. But... To start that now, what, in 2025, I'm going to give a shit about Dracula, the Wolfman? Well, because and and you're have... telling me, I mean, heaven forbid, but you're telling me Charles Dance <laughs> is going to be leading them 12 years from now? I don't you know. You know, the actor's not an immortal demon, right? <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen The Golden Child? <laughs> and Last Action Hero. I was going to say, have you seen Last Action Hero? <laughs> Would anybody recommend Dracula Untold? Absolutely not. It's really, I mean, to me, it's just not, it looks like garbage. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's a, not forget a, that. a, number one, it looks like garbage. B, I think the story's stupid. And, <laughs> like, really, like, y- y- you give me nothing of what I like from this kind of story, and I don't even like this kind of story. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. There's no heart. And that's the thing is like, uh, the director, Gary Shore, was like, look, if you're looking for a movie that's got horror elements, this go somewhere else. And I'm like, no, dude. Okay. You called this movie Dracula. <laughs> but on the other hand, okay, I'll go watch the Todd Browning movie a thousand times yeah, before I go watch times. this again. Honestly, I'll play the Dracula Untold video game because <laughs> sure. it looks like a sick-ass Castlevania ripoff. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's a no for me. And it's also the, the kind of biggest crime. And I, again, I do think I, Frankenstein, since we've got Dracula v. Frankenstein yet again, I think I, Frankenstein's a more fun movie. I think it's a more watchable movie. I think it's in the annals of bad movies in 20 years, we're going to still be talking about I, Frankenstein. No one's going to remember what the fuck this yeah, was. Yeah, that's absolutely I, true. I mean, I can't wait to do like some sort of group screening of I, Frankenstein. Like, yeah. I can't see this serious, dramatic, romantic family man take <laughs> on Dracula being fun for anybody. Nope. No. If you're going to make a shitty movie, make it a fun shitty movie. I agree. Precisely. Get some gargoyles in there, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, this movie could have used some gargoyles. Oh, please. That's Dracula Untold from the previous year, 2014, directed by Gary Shore. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. What are these like monster things feeling like to you? And uh, it's already out. And if you, you don't have our app, um, you should go get it. And you should go find this on, our, on your Bandcamp because we are extending the 20, worst of 2014 theme to Animation Damnation. That's and, right. That show's getting poisoned as well. And it's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's the Simpsons Family Guy crossover. Still haven't seen it. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. And you got out of it, too. You were yeah, supposed I, I to be on it. I was wiggling out of it. Stupid and scheduling I, I'm, conflict. I'm going to my death with this one. <laughs> 
good for you. I'm really, I'm calling it. I'm going to death without seeing You this. and Harry Shearer made out like <laughs> bandits in this whole deal. <laughs> and don't forget, gang, we will be in Cambridge, Massachusetts at the Lilypad on Saturday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Be sure to visit whmpodcast.brownpapertickets.com to pick up your tickets and find out more information about the show and the venue and all that good stuff. And we will see you in Cambridge on the 21st. Clue for next week's episode. Uh, I will say Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. And it's, you know, don't think about that literally. No, no, no. no. The Frankenstein's monster. And we'll have Steve explain that to you when the episode starts next week. <laughs> so until next week when we dissect Frankenstein's monster, I'm Andrew Jupin. Chris Gavin. Steven Sadak. Take it easy. <laughs>